Welcome to the MS HSCT Stories Podcast. I'm Colleen Daniels, and this is where you'll hear many different stories around HSCT for multiple sclerosis. Interviews with real people, sharing real MS and real HSCT stories. Today our guest is Kerry. Hello, Kerry. How are you today? Good, thanks, Colleen. Thanks very much for being here with us. And I'll give a little background, if you don't mind, because Kerry and I do have some things in common, and, of course, one of those is that we both have multiple sclerosis. And we met online around seven years ago. Is that right, Kerry, about seven? Yes, we'd be about that. And it's kind of accidental. I was researching... HSCT for MS and I'd found some information about it and I was also in other groups of course as we are and I was in a school group that I used to go to it sort of occurred to me that hang on there's a name I've seen in different groups and and it was Kerry and so we both had MS and we'd both been to the same school so that's kind of how we got in touch wasn't it online to start with and not only that we both lived in the same area so that was really quite strange so Kerry you know we all have our different experience with MS what year were you diagnosed can you tell us that I think it would be 1998 I was diagnosed so 1998 I had an episode 10 years before a trauma to my head oh dear I wasn't diagnosed until 10 years later right and they thought I had carpal tunnel and did you go on drugs then no nothing to start with Right, that's a long time, really. And then I did start on Tecfendera. Right. And um, so, all right, now I know, of course, that you did have HSCT. And you went to Russia, but did you consider other countries or having it in Australia, where we both live, of course? Oh, what didn't qualify for Australia, but I did consider going to India because it was a lot cheaper. Right, yes, yes. And so what made you change your mind? Do you think? Because if there are a few incidents in India and like It didn't seem so safe. Exactly. Yeah, so you were looking I guess what do you think was the most important thing to you when you were looking? Was it the safety? Just wanted to get the treatment done. Yeah, so I suppose it's it's everything, isn't it? It it's it has to be safe, it has to be as soon as you can. And when it exactly. and, and the money and of, the money. of course, yes, and I think that's an issue for a lot of people. Understandably, none of us have hundreds of thousands or anything. It, it is hard. It is hard making the whole decision. So you, you've considered all of those things, and you arrived at the decision of Russia. And so you went there, and you know you had a bit of trouble getting there on the flight. I happen to know that. Yep. I guess you could talk a little bit about the flight that you had over there. Well, you yeah, had a little. Okay. Bit and that's the thing, isn't it? Had you travelled before overseas? Uh, no, we're on my own. You did it on your own, so that's a big thing to consider, isn't it? As well, especially being disabled. Absolutely, yes. Did you you did book assistance because a lot of people do that when they take assistance. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you run into any sort of little. Niggle is a little bit of a problem. If you don't have somebody there, it just makes it that bit harder. Yeah, the wheelchair assistance was fine, but then when I got to my 
stopover. They got confused and they didn't realise that I was staying in a motel. They thought I was just staying in this random area and just left me there. That's a thing to be aware of if you've got a stopover and it's a long stopover. Confusion, like they didn't understand, like the, the language barrier. It's something for people to, to be wary of as well. No matter where they go, if they're leaving their home country, the, the language barrier, it's going to be a problem on your stopover as well. So, and it's unfortunate that you had a problem, but luckily, I mean, you did get there, you did sort it out, but I mean, you, you needed a, to make a few phone calls, I think, and get in touch with people back home, and that's stressful, particularly when you're on your own. So I'm glad you, you got through that. And so sort of skipping along from the flight and everything, and you arrived in Moscow and you were transported to the hospital. What are your memories of that time? It was during the COVID period. Oh, yes. I just remember that I had to go to this special part. The person was meeting Anastasia, and I just remember saying, you've got a lot of, lot of luggage. Are you carrying a lot of clothes? Oh, goodness, yes. I had a lot of food to get. So you arrived at the hospital. And- well, I had to have my COVID test first and wait in this area where, where I was for about... I think five hours, and I was there on, after the COVID test, I was just there on my own for, I just remember being there for a long time. Oh, right, okay, because that was really difficult, wasn't it? So you were there during the COVID, so the procedure was very different then, and you you faced some challenges because because of COVID on your own. In a different different section of the, the hospital. And you just had to wait for someone to come and get you and say, okay, you're clear. Yes. And then they took you through? Yes, I got oh, a bit vague about remembering that part. Oh, yes. that's okay. It's it's a while ago now. And it has been two years, sort of talking about yeah. how long, you know, it's been two years for you now. I was there for five weeks and it went so quick because you weren't left away for too long. You're always, someone was always in and out. Do you think it's changed anything, your HSCT? Definitely. Definitely improvement, yes. Well, that's wonderful. Anything in particular do you think that's changed for you? Oh, it's hard to say, but feeling really good at the moment, like no problems except I've got, I've never had it before, but foot problems. Still got my bladder issues, but a lot of improvement. I just feel, you know, I can walk a lot better and um, and I even notice when I make a cup of coffee, I can carry that cup without it spilling everywhere. Right, that's those simple things, isn't it? You don't. Yeah, like the heat. I couldn't. I couldn't bear to be outside in the heat before. I can bear it now. It's still hot. It's still function when I'm outside. Whereas before, I couldn't do that. Oh wow! So that's changed for you. I've actually yeah. Exactly. Been a bit of a roller coaster, but yeah, definitely better than how I was before I went for Russia. Have you done anything like physically afterwards? Have you done physiotherapy oh, yes, and things yes, like that? Yeah. So, oh yes. So. Yes, no, I, I do exercise physio once a fortnight. Right. I do high because my body is so stiff because I sat around for, not doing anything for so long. And sometimes my memory plays havoc on me. But, yeah, the, the exercise physio and the hydrotherapy are definitely helping. Oh, okay. So you, you notice the difference through the, doing those things. And as you say, you, you've still got stiffness? Yes, because, like, yeah, oh, I just can't believe how now I can't do a lot of things with my body because I've just been young since I haven't been working for eight or nine years and my MS have got worse. Yes. My body became so stiff because I just sat around doing nothing. Yeah. So you haven't really had any improvement there apart from the oh, yeah. fact 
from doing exercise helps it. The exercise and the hydrotherapy, my physio is working there with, with that. Right. Yeah, so you're seeing improvements exactly. through that. Yeah. And how do you know that you're better? You know, like, what are the things that you really notice? Before I went to Russia, I was struggling to drive because I couldn't feel my feet. And now that I can feel my feet, better, I can drive. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. And the fatigue isn't as bad. Is there anything you'd like to tell people who might be considering HSCT? What would you advise? That they... um, just that it, it was worth doing it to, to get your life back. Well, thank you, Kerry. I think we'll leave it there for today. And we'll say bye-bye to everybody. Okay, thank you, everybody. And I'm Colleen Daniels. Thank you for listening today. Please come back for our next episode where you'll hear another story. Thank you.